Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Next Chapter. I hope everyone is doing well. Everyone is staying safe. Guys, it is official. It's snowing here in Westport, Connecticut. We got about 10 inches of snow, maybe a little bit more. It's still snowing here today. It is insane. <laughs> Usually, I don't really believe when people say there's like a snowstorm or a storm coming because sometimes they're, or majority of the time, they're usually wrong. So I was like, ugh, you know, yeah, sure, snowstorm. But they were right. We got a lot of snow. It started snowing last night, Sunday night, and it has been snowing since then. It's supposed to go until tomorrow, Tuesday, so we'll see. I mean, we've, we've already got a good amount of snow. It's still coming down pretty hard, so I mean, I, I, I told you guys this in the last episode. I mean, I'm not a big fan of snow. Never have been. I think it's pretty, though, you know, but I don't like being in it. I think I just get super cold and... Uh, you know, I've never, never been a big fan of snow. I did, I did love to go sledding when I was younger, though. When I was like a young kid, we when I lived in New York City, we would go to this really big hill in Central Park, and we would go down like all day. We would just be riding on the sleds and I'd be with my buddies. Um, I did have like a near-death experience one time. I was around, I think I was like four or five years old, and it was me, my dad, and my mom. My mom was pregnant with my brother, and I was out with my friend, and we were like racing down this hill, this really steep hill in Central Park in New York, and we were there for about three, maybe even four hours. And the last hour we were there, literally the last, he was like, my parents were like, all right, we gotta go home, Gabe. I was like, one more, one more, all right, and they're like, okay. So we met a friend, like, hey, let's race one more time. And so we get set, my dad pushes me to get some, you know, I'm going down fast, you know, like really, really fast. And all of a sudden I hit this bump and my sled turns. I'm like in that, you know, like the tube sled, you know, and my sled turns. And so I'm facing up the hill, like, but I'm going backwards. So like my, I'm looking up at the hill, but I'm going back. Right. And I, so I can't see what's coming in front of me. And all of a sudden I'm veering off to the left, but I can't see, right. I'm, I'm you know, backwards and I go head first into this big thick tree and fly off and I heard it was just uh, crazy because I was like oh my god Gabe and then my dad was like running down the hill to make sure I was okay I was on the ground and we were I was rushed to the emergency room and long story short I was okay you know no concussion or anything just a little bit of a boo-boo on my head but you know I, thankfully everything was okay um but anyway so it's been it's been snowing here a lot um probably have to go shovel the driveway but i'm gonna get some money out of it so it's gonna be good but so yeah that's that's what that's the story between me and snow so let's get into today's episode guys this episode i think is going to be a really good one we're going to be talking about what are you going to leave behind when you go when you pass and i want to kick this episode off with uh an analogy or actually a story uh from one of my <clears throat> all-time favorite actors and comedians, Kevin Hart. We talked about him in the last show. And as I said before, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I want to bring up another quote from him where he said, life is like a book. And when you pass away, when you die, your book closes. And when you're born, the book opens. And what's inside the book is what you do in your life. Every adventure, every mistake, every win, every loss, people that come, people that go, that is your 
life. That book is your life. And some people have really exciting books, very interesting books, very books that are, go all over the place and are filled with many, many chapters. Some people have very short books that have very little chapters and, and not much to look at. And he said, most people, a majority of people's books are very short and don't have much inside. They don't have anything interesting to read. And he said, that's really sad because life is supposed to be you filling that book with memories and failures and mistakes, but also good times and celebrations. And I was like, wow, that's so cool because that's what life is, is life is all about filling your book with cool memories. Things that people were going to say when you pass away, like, oh, you know, that was, that was really cool when he did this, or that was really cool when she did that, you know, or that's, or when you, if you go travel, you know, that was an amazing trip when we went to, you know, Japan, that could be a chapter in your book. I think this is very important because a lot of us tend to just fly through and not have many chapters in our books. You know, we wake up, we go to work, we go to work for seven, eight hours, come back home, hang out with our family, sleep, repeat, and that's just the story. And that's a really boring book. Like, imagine if someone handed you, like, that book, and it was just the, the, the chapters were just the same every time. Like, how boring would that book be, right? That book would be, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to read that book. I know I wouldn't want to read that book. And there's other people, you know, like, uh, I was actually, I watched the, the Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. I think you guys, if you guys know this movie, it's a phenomenal movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, uh, very famous actors in that one. And I was like, wow, you know. He, like, Jordan Belfort, who's the, the character that Leonardo DiCaprio plays, had an amazing life. Like, his book is filled to the brim. Like, that book is, it's like a Harry Potter-sized book, you know, 700 pages plus of just craziness. You know, he was just this guy who had so much just action in, going on in his life. I mean, now he's he isn't as crazy because, you know, he went to jail and, and all that crazy stuff. Now he's just a regular businessman. But it was like stuff like that. I was like, holy cow, like that's so cool. Like that is the type of book that people want to read. You know, when people do st like crazy stuff and exciting stuff, people are like, oh, I want to read that book. Like that book seems like it's interesting. It's like, a, it's like it gets you, you hang on to that book. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm into that book. You know what I mean? So the it's, it's how you live your life. It's what you're going to leave behind that this quote unquote metaphorical book is gonna that people that people are gonna read and a lot of us I said this before just don't have much in our book I know it's scary to think about I know this is a very scary thing is like oh crap like what if I don't have enough in my book what if there what if there's not enough time to put stuff in my book but that's this is the time right now it's like what can you put in your book that's gonna be you know read by people or people are gonna talk about it you know people are gonna be like oh that was really cool that's going to be really, that was really interesting that he did that or she did this. And I think that's, you know, very important. You know, I, I learned this lesson um, recently that, you know, your your life is short. And we say this a lot, and I know I repeat this a lot, but it's true. Your life is short. Your book is, is you know, is not going to be long. It's not going to be, you know, a, a series. You know, it's not going to be multiple books. It's going to be one book. And what you put in that book is what is going to be left of you. You know, the memories the the way you made people feel, the actions, the things you did, and it should ma it should matter to you. You know, your book should matter to you. And I'm, I'm I know I keep saying book, but this is a medical metaphorical book, as in as it's like saying your life. You know, your book shouldn't you know be just some short book that it doesn't have anything. In it. You know, it shouldn't be just some 
you know, boring, un, you know, not not fun book. You want it to be filled with cool, interesting things, right? Exactly. You know, that's a, and that's what I plan on doing. You know, I plan on on going and, and traveling and you know experiencing life. You know, hopefully when this pandemic is settled down. You know, right now you can't really travel many places. But you know, even the little things like we're like my family and I are going to to Florida in a couple of weeks because like that's an experience. That's going to be something cool. You know, it's, I can add that adventure to my book. I can add that place that that you know that vacation into my book. You know, of course we're being safe, following all the COVID proto- protocols and guidelines. <clears throat> we're getting tested there, and then we come back. So you know, it's it's what what will you do in your lifetime? that you can be proud of when you look back at the end of the day you say oh yeah you know that was that was worth it that was worth you know doing and i think that's 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 important you know we 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 tend to forget the that you know we're here for a short time you know we tend to forget that you know when we're here on earth we tend to think oh it's we have you know all this time you don't have to worry about it this and that's like not really you know we have a 70 years, 60 years at best to make the most out of it. And I think that's, it's, it's, it's scary. You know, I think, as I said before, this, it's scary. When you think about that, you know, it is one of those facts that kind of like shake you to your core and you're like, oh crap, I don't know how I'm going to like make all this happen in this short amount of time, but you can, you can do it. You know, there's someone I follow on Instagram who has been traveling even during COVID. He's been going around seeing his friends in Central America and South America, and he's been living it up. He's been going to the most beautiful places, went to Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru. Uh, He was in the Caribbean for a little bit, and he's been living it up. Like his book is filled to the brim with stuff because he's been taking life and just being like, I'm going to live my life. No matter what people think, no matter what people say, I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And I think that's what we have to do is we have to, you know, forget about what people say. You know, I think this is, I, I know we talk a lot about this on the show, is like we worry about other people's opinions of us and what they think of us and what they say. That's got to go out the window. We got to put that in the trash and say, you know, F that, fuck that. We don't need, we don't need, I don't care about other people's opinions of what they say. Like if you want to do something that makes you happy, if you want to go somewhere that's going to make you happy, do it. You know, find the money and, and go. There's no one stopping you unless you have like a, a job or, or something or you can even go if you had a job. That's the other thing too. It's like, no one's holding you back but you. You know that phrase? No one's holding you back but you. Like that in this situation, in a majority of situations, that's what that's you know that's what happens. Is it, you? Sometimes you are the you are the person standing in front of you. You are that wall. You know we say we talk about fear. We're gonna do an episode on fear uh, later in the week. You know fear sometimes is the reason that we say oh you know I wish I did that or I wish I'd done this. You don't want that. You don't want that to happen. You don't want fear to be something that conquered you and said, and, and you know, you're on your deathbed being like, oh, wish I'd gone to, you know, by the Bahamas, but my fear was too strong and it told me not to go, so I didn't go. It's like, what? That's, that's silly. You know, the biggest thing, the worst thing that we can have in life, at the end of our life, is regret. Saying, what if, those two words, what if, are terrible, terrible words. It's very, very sad when you, when you have regret and, and, just what if thoughts you know what if I did this what if I did that what if I said this to somebody what if I you know had gone to this place what if I had you know gone this in this career path those are this it's so sad when people say oh you know what if I did this 
And it, and it could be the smallest things. It could be the smallest of choices, you know. Sometimes people get scared when we talk about, you know, relationships. You know, a lot of us have insecurities when it comes to liking other people. And we get worried and we get insecure about, oh, does this person like us? Does that person like us? You know, you know maybe they don't like us. Uh, should I ask them out? Should I not ask them out? What if they think I'm weird? All these stupid things that are insecurities. And then we let them, we hang on to them and we let them conquer our mind. And then all of a sudden, it's so strong that we don't even do it. You know, you know how sad it is when people, you know, like somebody and they never ask them out? It's really sad because then you've lost that opportunity. That opportunity is just gone. And you'll never get that opportunity back. As much as you want to, it's like, you should have asked that person out. You, but now you'll never know. I think that's a very common thing in today's day and age. It's like people like each other and then they just kind of get, you know, cold feet or whatever and they just kind of walk away. It's like if you like somebody, tell somebody. If you love them, tell them. If you want to ask them on a date or go hang out or, you know, go get some drinks or, you know, watch a movie or go to the beach, say, tell that person. Don't Don't just be like, you know, pondering it or, you know, beating around the bushes. Just say it. What's the worst that can happen? They say, no, that's okay. You, you stay friends or you don't stay friends. You move on. But don't be afraid. Don't, don't have that regret. A lot of us have regret and that's sad. And it's very sad. I am, I'm working on not having regret. I'm not working on, I'm working on not having regrets. It's very important because if you do, then it's, it's, you have a lot of, you know, negative thoughts. You're like, oh, I wish I had done that. I don't know, you know, relationships are just one example, but it's also like if you want to go on a trip, or eat, or eat food, you know? A lot of us are like going on quote unquote diets. It's like diets, what the, the, that's, that's stupid. Of course, you know, don't eat junk food every single day of your life, but everything in moderation is good. My dad told me this when I was younger. You know, everything in moderation is good. Don't eat too much of one thing. Like don't eat too much of vegetables or too much of fruits or too much of protein or carbs or whatever. Too many sweets. Everything in moderation is good for you. So when I hear people are going on juice fast, you know what juice fasts are? Like, you know, when you go on a, uh, you just drink vegetable juice and whatever for three days to lose weight. Like that stuff is silly. Not only is it hurting your body, but it <clears throat> it's not good for you. It hurts. It hurts your your body. You're doing more damage to your body not eating proper foods than you would be just eating junk food. You're better off eating junk food than just not eating anything. I know people. You know, some people do juice fast, and it's like terrible for their body because you're just depleting the, your body of nutrition and. and things it needs to run energy like people that are doing juice fast have like no energy because they're not getting any nutrition or any food physical food in their body you know what i mean so it's if you want to have a piece of cake don't don't be like oh i don't know you know could be bad for me it's like just eat the piece of cake it's okay it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you and then you know we always have that regret it's like if we don't eat it then you know we mope and get and sad about it because we need that piece of cake or that cookie or whatever just eat it. Doesn't matter. No one. It's not gonna. You know. It's not gonna affect your life unless you have like diabetes or something. If you have diabetes, well, you know. That's that's. You, if you have diabetes, and then, then you know, that's a whole other story. We're not gonna get into that. So you know, regret. It's it's one of the things that you know puts a bookmark and stops our book. It's it's it slows our book down and makes our book really dull and and, and not fun to read. It makes it. It just makes our book just you know thin and it makes our book look you know really boring because it, there's all these what ifs. Or I should have done, or maybe if I had gone that way, you know. If someone gives you an opportunity, take that opportunity. Even if it's crazy and out of the blue and you don't know how it's going to end up, just be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. 
you know, one, one of my good friends, she went, <clears throat> pardon me, skydiving and had no idea, you know, hey, she'd never gone skydiving before. She was just like, she was in Hawaii and she was like, I want to go skydiving. And someone was like, hey, we have an open spot. Do you want to come, you know, skydiving tomorrow? And she was like, hell yeah, I want to come skydiving. So she went and she said she had the best time of her life because she took that opportunity. No matter, she like, that, that was going into, you know, that was trusting herself. Like, she trusted herself. She knew that this was going to be a risk, but she didn't want to have her aggressive. She did it. She's like, I'm going to do this because I know that if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it. And she did it and she had a blast. She had so much fun. She said she would do it again, 110%, you know? So it's things like that. Like, don't be afraid to go into the unknown. You know, we always like to say that, you know, staying comfortable and staying, you know, in the safe zone is good. But sometimes to get out of your comfort zone is actually better for you. To get into that unknown world, to get into the uncomfy, the uncomfortable. Like, that's where you actually, one, it's how you find yourself but two it's also maybe you discover things about you that you didn't know before you know when you push yourself to you know places that you thought you could never get to and you learn that hey hey you know this is actually pretty easy you know that's where we actually learn what we like what we don't like who we like who we don't like you know for me one of the things uh as i said before you, you know this if you listen to the to the show that i deal with ocd and one of the biggest ways that I get over my OCD is if I'm, if I'm like, you know, if it's acting up, I push myself to, you know, overcome it in a certain way, whether it's doing it, doing an action, you know, sometimes I like want to wash my hands, right? And I'll be like, I got to wash my hands. I got to wash my hands. The way I do that is I don't do it. I just, I won't wash my hands. And it's hard because it puts me in an uncomfy situation. But I know if I do it, that I'm going to be giving into my OCD and it's not good. You don't want to give into your OCD because then it gives... <clears throat> it gives your brain more power, which is not good because you don't want to feed your OCD. That's how, you know, that's how it gets really bad. But when you put yourself, when you put yourself in situations that you know that, that you don't actually, you, that you don't know what's going to happen, it's actually good for you because it pushes you. It, it makes your brain actually work and like figure stuff out. Like I have a friend who goes to school in the UK. We had him on the show, Xander. You guys know Xander, the, the music producer we had on the show a couple weeks ago. Like he went to school in the UK and he didn't really know anybody. You know, he went out there and he was, you know, he wanted to pursue music, which is amazing. But, you know, when you go from one country to another foreign country, it's very scary. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know many people. You're in a new place, you know, with a new currency, a new time zone, all these things, new language even. And he did and he... He knocked it out of the park. He has a great friend group. He loves being in the UK. He is making music. He goes on trips. He has a very solid friend group, you know, but he pushed himself to go to a new place. He pushed himself to evolve and become an even better person. One, because he had a dream, but two, because he knew he wanted to do something cool. And that's, that's where we find the cool and amazing and, and interesting parts of lives of our, of our lives is when we push ourselves to limits that we didn't think we could achieve or where we get out of our comfort zone. And for example, with Xander, like for Xander, it was him going to the UK, right? When he goes and he, you know, has to live in a new apartment by with, with a couple of roommates that he doesn't know. Or, you know, and he has to make friends with them. And then he has to, you know, learn a new currency. Because in the UK, they don't use US dollars. They use pounds. That's their currency. So it's little things like that. And, and then you can, you can do it in small ways. You can do it by, 
you know, talking to someone you've been talked to in a while, reach out to that person. Or you can do by, you know, uh, applying for a new job. You know, everyone is looking for jobs right now because of this whole pandemic. But if you want to apply for a, a totally different, completely different job, go for it. That's taking a risk. That's not having regret. Because that's how you push yourself. That's how you become better. That's how you're going to fill your book with cool stories. Because everybody, everybody wants cool stories, right? Everybody wants to have cool stories in their book and, and, and tell cool stories. But you can't get to those cool stories if you don't do the hard stuff, the uncomfy stuff first. When you go to, you know, a new place. You know, I want to bring back because I'm, I'm a huge... Um, I'm a huge traveler. I love to travel. Like when you go to a whole new country by yourself, you don't know the language, you don't know any people, you don't know what it's like, and you go there, that's one of the biggest things that you can get. Like that's one of the biggest ways you can get out of your comfort zone is because you're going to a whole nother place, a whole nother world, in fact. You know, that's how you push yourself because you have to, your brain has to work in, in, in this new kind of environment where it's like, okay, how do I, you know, survive? You know, how do I get food? How do I talk? How do I communicate with others? And that's like, that's just one example, you know, a small example. <clears throat> and I think this is a very big example for young teens, teenagers and young adults. It's like going to college. Like that's a great way of getting out of your comfort zone and, you know, showing no regrets. Like when you go to college, like you're taking a big step, you're going into this, you know, new world by yourself at the age of 17, 18 years old, and you're on your own. How are you going to survive? How are you going to get food? Are you going to make friends? You're not going to make friends. You're going to, you know, pursue stuff that you that you think is cool. How will you, how will you, you know, uh, I don't know, spend your college career, right? How will you spend your college career? And that's a huge thing that people do when they go to college. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I got to figure it out, right? You got to figure it out. And that's how you fill your book. You know, you do you do crazy stuff. You do things that are uncomfortable. You do things that are going to make you feel, you know, a little scared, a little anxious, excited, worried, all these things, right? And that's how we fill the book. That's how we fill this book that is life, you know? How many chapters you have? Well, that's up to you, you know? How many chapters you want to put in the book? That's, that's totally your call. Nobody knows. Everybody's book is different. Everybody's book is, you know, someone's book is 10 chapters, someone's book is 15, someone's 30, someone's 40, someone's five chapters, someone's is... 60 chapters, someone's 100 chapters. So everybody's book is different. But it's what you put in the book. That's what matters. That's what matters. Not just, you know, you don't want to fill pages just to fill pages. You know, you don't want to fill pages just to make your book longer. You want to fill those pages with cool, interesting stuff, interesting stories, things you did, people you met, places you've been. Because at the end of the day, when you're, you know, when you pass, people want to hear your story. People want to read that book and be like, oh, that was... That was a dope book. That was a really cool book. You know, what he did or what she did was really interesting, you know? Maybe you learned a new language. Maybe you, maybe you, you um, I don't know, adopted some kids from, you know, and that was your that was your change. That was your that's what you did to help this world. Maybe you started an organization. Maybe you were a doctor and you helped cure a specific disease. You know, an example I'm thinking of right now because I watched the show on Netflix called The Dave Letterman Show, uh, Welcome My Next Guest. With Dave Letterman, they, I watched the episode with Melinda Gates. Everybody knows who Melinda Gates is, and you know they were talking about how Melinda Gates and Bill Gates are very close to uh, finding a cure to a, a specific disease. They've been spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on medicine, and they're very close to curing it. And that's something that they're going to be remembered for is curing a disease that hasn't been cured in a while. 
you know, curing a disease in the third world country that has been flaring up for centuries. And that's huge. That's so, that's, that's amazing. You know, that that's part of their chapter. Like that's going to be in their book, their metaphorical book when they pass, like that's going to be a part, you know, of what they left behind. I was thinking it's very cool that they are leaving uh, all their money to their, the, the Gates fund, you know, the Gates organization, which is huge. I mean, that, that organization does so much stuff for not only, uh, you know, the U.S., but all around the world. You know, they've been helping people since, you know, they, they were, they created Microsoft. So it's, it's very important that when we fill our book with stuff, we're filling it with cool stuff. And don't get me wrong. There's going to be stuff in your book that's going to be failures. There's going to be stuff in your book that's going to have, there's going to be mistakes and there's going to be fuck ups and there's going to be, pardon my language, there's going to be things that you wish weren't in your book, but are, are in your book because it's who you are. It's what made you, you know, you, it makes you who you want to be and what you came out to be. So your book isn't just, you know, sunshine and rainbows. There's going to be some negative stuff in there. There's going to be some bad stuff. There's going to be some stuff you wish weren't in there. You wish you could erase, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. And the moral is that at the end of the day, your book is for you. But the other question is, how will you fill that book up with memories and laughs and mistakes and failures, but also growth and development? All right, guys, that is all the time we have today on the next chapter. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys take something away from this episode. Uh, we'll be coming up with another episode sometime this week. My guess is either Thursday or Friday, so make sure to check that out. But for now, guys, all love to you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for so much for your listens. I really do appreciate it. But for now, guys, take it easy, and we'll see you guys later. My senses Where will we find ourselves in?